Hey, welcome to Through the Marketing Lens Podcast, your weekly fluff-free pod that's short and powerful so business owners like you can get access to the tools and strategies that will actually move you forward. If you want growth, you are definitely in the right place. Oh, hello there, and welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. This is the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs on the rise. I'm Katrina Aronson, your host and marketing strategist, and today we're going to talk about a really important topic for 2024, and that is creating consistent content for your brand. It can be really hard to make content for your brand, for your company that attracts and engages the right audience. So not just any audience, right? We're not talking about just going viral to go viral. We really want to pay attention to you getting the right eyeballs on you and how to be really consistent without struggling with that consistency or burning out completely, right? So kind of two sides of the same coin when you struggle for a long time with your content. Eventually, what I usually see is people burn out. They stop doing it. They stop showing up. So this episode is going to focus on how to restructure and readjust to make room for more consistency so you can stop saying that you're going to do certain things like have an email newsletter and actually get out there and do it consistently. So first of all, I want to solidify why content is so important right now, right now in 2024, in case you're on the fence or you haven't been staying up on your content and you just need a little reminder to get back on that horse, or maybe you're just getting started and you're not really sure what that needs to look like. Okay, all good things, and we're going to address everything. So listen up. Content is one of the least expensive forms of marketing out there as it stands today. It's about 62% cheaper than traditional marketing. And what that means, it's not just about the money side. Of course, it is monetarily less expensive than traditional marketing, but it also speaks to the amount of effort it takes compared to other forms of marketing, time investment, and actually getting it in front of your audience and the right eyeballs, the reach for all of that effort you put in. Because, okay, so we have things like email marketing and social media, which are very inexpensive to host and to bring to life. Maybe running your email marketing platform is $35 a month, let's say. And that's to send to your entire list, whether that's 50 people or 5,000 people versus maybe $500 to run a really simple ad. And we won't even get into what platforms, but $500 is really low for running an ad. So if you're able to send emails consistent, consistently, let's say once a week for only $35 a month, that's obviously a lot better, a lot less expensive than 
you running an ad. And that's not to say that ads are not worth their time too. I'm just showing you that it's so inexpensive to be creating content and that cost difference, especially when we're talking about small businesses is really important, especially in the beginning, right? So content obviously has been a really big deal for a long time. That is not a secret, but what I think is happening is people conflate content with social media content, not the same thing. So to be uber clear, I am not just talking about social media content. So we're not just talking about posts on social media, video on, on social media. Yes, that is part of content, but content is a much broader topic. Okay, so I'm talking about different places that you can show up attract, nurture, and convert with various forms of content. So on the most basic level, we would be talking about, yes, social media and email. And then there are blogs and videos that you can host on your website or maybe long-form videos that you host on YouTube. These are all different kinds of content. Then there's podcasts, writing books, uh, white papers, all of these are various types of content that different businesses would use to attract the right people. You don't need to do all of them. Absolutely not. You just need to do a couple that makes sense for you and your audience. So you might already have one or some of these content structures already set up. Awesome. Maybe you have none of them set up. It doesn't matter. This specific episode is really for anyone who wants to get more consistent and giving you a process, a system to be able to do that so that you don't have to constantly feel like you are behind the eight ball. That is the worst feeling when it comes to our content. Like I can never get ahead of it, right? So that is today's conversation. And I just want to speak to the idea that we need to be in five, 10 different places in our content. That's a really hard thing to do if you do not have a team. And I want to be super clear in working with content and people who get a lot of leads from content and in my own business as well. You don't need to be in five or 10 places. You need to be in a couple places doing it really well showing up consistently and getting those eyeballs on. And that, that works really, really well. And as you scale, you scale your content, right? So meaning as you're getting a lot more leads and maybe you build a team and you're ready to stack on the next form of content, great. Then you do that. But where you are right now might just be in two places. That's perfect. All right. So I'm going to walk you through something that I swear by and I teach in my marketing program. So we're going to do a speed version of it today on this episode. So this is the same process I use for my content, the same system. I'm going to kind of flip between the words uh, system and process, but it applies for all businesses, no matter if you are just getting started, you're well into your marketing journey, doesn't matter. So Everything always is going to start with identifying where you're going to show up for your audience. So this is not about goal setting. 
This is really about you being realistic. So where in this current season of life and business does it make sense for you to show up and that you want to show up? Okay, so let's say you tell me that you want to show up on TikTok, Instagram, and emails. It's a great start, right? Now, before we move on from there, I need you to gut check yourself. If you tell me TikTok, Instagram, emails, are those platforms that are actually going to be where your ideal client can find you and or be nurtured by you? Emails, check. They will be nurtured by you, right? Most people are not going to find you through emails because they actually have to get onto that email list. So we're really talking about Instagram and TikTok, right? So if you said to me, yeah, I really focus on millennials and Gen X, TikTok and Instagram, do they make sense? I would say maybe just focus on Instagram and stack another platform like TikTok later But because TikTok skews younger, does millennials and Gen X really make sense for that platform? And the answer might be yes, by the way. A lot of it is testing. But what we know is that Instagram really does make sense for that specific audience. So if you are not sure about how you're going to show up or you don't have a ton of time to give, I would say let go of TikTok Focus on Instagram and emails simply from a time protecting space, okay? So gut check yourself there. Make sure it makes sense to be showing up in the places that you are earmarking. And the second gut check question is, will you be able to sustain these platforms on a regular basis and not burn out? Will you be able to sustain these platforms on a regular basis and not burn out? And that is a really important question that I want you to take a little bit of space and think about. So when someone comes to me and they're first starting and they say, TikTok, Instagram, emails, my response would be pick one platform, meaning one social media platform and, and add on the emails. Yes. Emails. Yes, 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 yes. Because you don't really know what you're getting into with something like an Instagram or a TikTok until you're fully in it. It's not as easy as it looks like from the outside. So I would rather you pick one social media platform and add in those emails. And that leads me to my next point here. In order for your platforms across the board to be fruitful, every single one of your platforms, including email, you want to be showing up really, obviously consistently, but with kind of the rule of thumb of what makes sense on the most base level. So the least amount of times that you want to be showing up on social media, let's say that that's three times a week. Can you stick to that? Can you stick to writing content, um, whether that's long form, creating video scripts three times a week? Yes, no, gut check. And emails, are you going to be able to write an email at least once a week? Okay. So if that overwhelms you, then we need to take a step back. What is this actually going to look like? We don't have time in this specific episode to get into how much time each individual thing is going to take. 
but you are going to need to go through that process and make sure that your specific content plan makes sense for you from a time perspective. Okay. If not, what can you let go of? If yes, yes, I do have enough time for that. That feels good to me. Then you move on. Okay. So the first thing you did was you identified where you're going to show up. You did your gut checks. And now we're going to move on to step two, which is stacking in SEO. So oftentimes clients will come to me and talk about starting with emails and social media when it comes to their content. Most of the time, people are not talking about SEO anymore in terms of their content. And that makes sense, right? Because blogs feel like they are dead. I hear that all the time, but they're not. And SEO, when it relates to driving traffic to your website, is really, really important. And yes, social media is a form of SEO, right? Meaning people can search for businesses like yours and actually find you on social media platforms. And that is great. But we still want to use SEO from Google too, so people can actually land on that website. And if you're like, I don't even have a website yet, that doesn't matter to me. Okay, well, that's a, a bigger conversation. And yeah, then you don't need SEO if you don't have a website, right? Because you have no one driving to anything. So this does not apply to you. SEO content would be a blog or a YouTube video that you actually put onto your website. Okay, so blogs are really what I'm going to focus on here. Blogs are so helpful for people finding you. And thanks to AI, blog posts are easier than ever to create because when you have content already, like emails, social media content, we're able to use AI with prompts to create a blog post for us. Okay, so you can opt to do this if that works for you, meaning blog posts. The most important thing here is it has to work for you. Okay, so I'm giving you this system with, with the tips how to actually bring this to fruition. But if you don't have the ability to stack in SEO, then I want you to let go of it because a crappy job is way worse than not doing it at all. All right, step three is bringing us to the actual system. So now we are here. We are in step three and we are going to create your system, your process. All right. So you need to, if you are multitasking, you need to stop and you need to focus. This is going to take a lot of brain power for you to follow this. Um, it's usually more of a visual thing that I teach, but we're going to walk through this. If you need to, to rewind and listen to this again, you are normal. <laughs> okay. So now that we know in our example, you're going to be showing up in email mostly in Instagram, we're letting go of TikTok and we're going to stack on a blog for SEO. Okay. We're going to create a really simple system for you so you can be consistent and people can find you and be nurtured by you. That is the point of our content. They need to be able to find you and they need to be nurtured by you. 
Hey, hey, I am dropping in here to remind you that marketing doesn't have to be this big, scary thing in your business. You probably didn't realize when you started your business that marketing would be so instrumental in actually making you money, right? I know, I've been exactly where you are, but now you know it is. In this uber digital age, there's so much to know, and that's why I created this podcast. But if you are ready for more, especially as it relates to creating content for your brand that gets you leads, I highly, highly recommend you check out our epic mini program, The Content Blueprints. Look, content marketing generates three times the leads and is 62% cheaper than other kinds of marketing. And you're going to learn everything you need to know to write, plan, and implement your content and your custom content strategy in The Content Blueprint. Look, it makes content easy, and that's why I created it. This isn't some long-winded coaching program. It's a one-day learn and implement strategy. So imagine where you could be in two weeks from now, two months from now. Check it out at katrinaaronson.com backslash content blueprint, or just click the link in the show notes. So... Step one of creating your system. You're going to start by focusing on one specific topic that you're going to apply to all of the pieces of your content for that week. So for example, for my client who is an interior designer, she would focus on something like specific, uh, spatially hanging a mirror in a room. So that would be an entire focus for her for the week, okay? And don't worry about what that looks like just yet. Just one topic. For my client who is a strategist for small businesses, she might focus on creating synergy in teams for more productivity. That would be her topic for the week. So you pick a topic that you're going to focus on in all of your content for the week. Once you have picked your top topic, you're going to write or create the one piece of content that's going to get you the most potential visibility for new leads, new people, new eyeballs. So this might be a real using our example because remember that we chose to focus on Instagram emails and blogs and Emails might get the most eyeballs overall, but we're talking about new eyeballs. So we're going to focus on reels and your current clients, people who are already working with you, people who've been following you for a while, they're also potentially going to see this. So that's a win. You're going to nurture them as well. And what's going to happen with this specific piece of content is you're going to pour the majority of your content efforts, your content energy into this one piece of content. So this single piece of content is the highest on our content hierarchy. If I was to give you a visual, right, we're making like a, a chart, a graph here. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, I don't know. Um, if, if you're writing it on a whiteboard, on the top of that whiteboard would be this specific piece of content in a bubble. Okay, so you're going to make this piece of content so juicy, be a little bit provocative in your thoughts because you want people to shift the way they are thinking. 
right? That's going to allow you to really get cemented in their mind. Be willing to create a little bit of controversy. Don't play it too safe. Really give us your thoughts in this piece of content. The more you go all in, the more people are going to be drawn to you, right? And yes, people will be repelled as well. That's very much the point. This piece of content has got to be strong. So push away the people that aren't going to work with you long-term anyway. Okay. So once you have your main piece of content, I call this piece, your leadership piece of content. Once you have done that, you've created it, whether it's the reel you talked on the video, or it's just a video where you put text on it and it's a really strong caption. It doesn't matter. It's just this piece is so good. Now, this is the beacon for everything else, and we get to use AI to help you to repurpose it into other formats just for cutting down on time, and then you're going to edit it from there. So let's say you wrote a caption for your reel. This would work the same way if you wrote the, a video. It doesn't matter. You're going to take that script, you're going to take that caption, and you're going to put it into AI with a prompt to turn it into a long form email of let's say 300 words. So you're going to need to get more specific in that prompt and you will still need to edit. I really don't like it when people say they can just use AI. You can tell when people are sending you emails that are just AI, you guys, right? They, they write in the, with these words that no human would ever use. So you just got to be really careful that you're editing and you're putting it into your own vernacular. This is going to save you a ton of time. It's a great way to repurpose. And now you're going to do the same exact thing and you're going to turn it into a blog. Okay. So you're going to edit those things and you're going to Put those things into your, your content for the week. So you're going to plan them. You're going to put them into your, um, into your email platform. You're going to schedule it, all of those things. Now, you want each piece of content, this is really important, to reference the other pieces of content. Why? Because you want more engagement more eyes on the things that you did create, more nurturing. So if someone likes what you're saying in the blog and they're finding you for the first time, they can easily find your reel if you link it, right? Because they might quickly want to learn more about this or maybe more about you. In your email that talks all about topic A, you're going to do the same. You're going to say, watch my reel about this. Okay, so in your reel, you can invite them in the caption to join the email list so they can get weekly emails about this kind of content and have that link to join your email uh, list easily accessible in your bio or in your stories, wherever makes it easy. Your content, when it stands alone, doesn't get as much traction as it could. It's really actually an ecosystem that acts as its own funnel if you use it this way. 
I'm going to say this again. Your content acts as an ecosystem that is essentially a funnel within itself when you do it this way. Right? So why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we push more people to it and create kind of this cycle within our own content? This is key. And for the psyche, this is also huge because when you are seeing people moving from your emails to your reels, from your reels to your email list, it's going to give you that motivation to keep showing up. And this is really important because when we don't see momentum, excitement, engagement, it's really hard for us to keep going, right? So we need to create more of this for ourselves. Now, how do you stick with it beyond just getting that engagement? I want to talk about your particular approach to your content creation. Some people swear by batching content all in one day for a month. Some people do it weekly. Some people do it when they get inspired. Here's the reality. Every single one of us is different. Our brain operates differently. Stop looking outside of you for what you should do and ask yourself what is something you can actually stick to. So maybe it's that you can commit every single Monday for a block of two hours if that's all you have. Okay, maybe maybe you can commit to creating for a whole day. I don't know what works for you, for your schedule, for your kids. You know. But I will take a couple minutes here and just share with you what works for me in case you need some inspiration. All right? This is not designed for you to feel like this has to be how you do it because, again, like we are all different and you just need to feel into this. All right, so my main approach is I do something called CEO days. So every single Monday for me, I commit to working on everything within my business. So that's everything from paying my bills to making calls that I've been pushing off for the whole week, prior week, um, reading for work. So it's my education day. That's also creating content, right? I squeeze a lot into these Mondays, but I get to do them in the way that I feel lit up by. So Mondays are not for client calls. Um, I might create content on the beach. I might create, I, I live right by the beach, so that does make sense. But I might create content in my office, right? So I'm recording my podcast. I have to be in the office to do that. So whatever kind of feels really good within that day. I just know that my Mondays are going to always be the day for me so I can plan accordingly. And this is really important for my particular brain because when I have a bunch of client calls, it's very hard for me to create content after that, but I also will get a lot of ideas from my clients. So I'm able to like write them on my phone for the whole week and then do the creating on Mondays. So what I do is I schedule a couple of Mondays of the month for my content and that really works for me. So I'll block off time on my calendar. I'll go into my office if I'm recording for the podcast and then I just go. This is what works for me. I have tried other things. 
they weren't what worked for my brain. So you do need to try and see what works for you, what feels good, what works for your schedule, all the things. Now, you have a simple process to create your content with repurposing. There's a hierarchy here. You know where to focus most of your attention on that leadership content. And now, once you have your system up and running, then you'll be able to stack on top with more different, more and different kinds of content. The only thing for you to do now, once you have this system kind of worked out, mapped out, you just have to create and start putting it out there into the world. Content is not going away. So this is your time to create this system, implement it, start seeing the fruits of your labor, create momentum, and then you'll be able to grow it from there. And my friend, if you are feeling imposter syndrome creeping up on you as it does for all of us, and you're thinking, how the heck am I going to actually be able to do this or pull it off? I want you to hop over to last week's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. And this episode is going to help you to reframe and move beyond that imposter syndrome. Okay, so that's last week's episode, which is called Overcoming Imposter Syndrome, Real Talk for Female Business Owners. Now, thank you for joining me for today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. I know your time is precious, and I am always grateful that you are here spending it with me. If you found this episode helpful in any way, please share it with a fellow entrepreneur and please take a moment to give us a review whenever you have time, wherever you get your pods. This little engine needs your five-star feedback and we appreciate you taking the time. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you always get our episodes uploaded and we'll keep showing up for you. See you next Tuesday.